doesn't have to be an official mentoring scheme. It can really be ad hoc. It can be informal. You can find somebody that you uh, are very inspired by or somebody that has lots of wisdom on LinkedIn, you know, an industry professional, and you can just reach out to them. And that's a really, really good thing to do. Hello everyone and welcome to the Student Lawyer podcast series. Whether you're at school, sixth form, university, thinking about a career in law or exploring law careers, you're in the right place. We are the one-stop shop for student lawyers. If you'd like to join the Student Lawyer as a writer, please email hello at thestudentlawyer.com. This episode is sponsored by the University of Law. What really sets the University of Law apart from other universities is its belief that its students should learn in a realistic, professional and contemporary context. They focus exclusively on practice-based training and give students access to their extensive career service and jobs vacancy database as soon as they accept a place with them. Through the University of Law's pro bono programme, law students can hone their skills by working on real cases before they graduate. The University of Law offers a range of postgraduate legal training and master's degrees designed by qualified experts to help students advance at any stage of their career. Their courses are employment focused, honing key skills in a teaching environment based on real legal practice. Part-time and online study options are also available on many of their courses to help students work and study at the same time. To find out more about the courses on offer, click the link in the description box of the podcast. Welcome to the Student Lawyer Podcast Series. My name is Camilla and I'm an LPC student at the University of Law and a future trainee solicitor. In this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Megan Hulm, trainee solicitor at a top 40 law firm and founder of It's All Hearsay, a platform created to provide help and guidance to aspiring solicitors. In this episode, Megan and I will be discussing mentorship and how it can help you gain a competitive advantage. So without further ado, let's welcome Megan onto the show. Thanks for joining us, Megan. Hi, thank you so much. And for anyone who hasn't seen any of the other episodes in this mini-series, The Student Lawyer and It's All Hearsay are running a collaboration on three mini-series episodes where we discuss various different topics. So do make sure you look out for those. um, And yeah, without further ado, let's get into the questions. So welcome back to the Student Lawyer podcast. Um, Today we're going to be discussing the importance of mentorship. And I know that you're an active mentor, which we'll come on to a little bit later into the episode. But I wondered if you had a mentor when you were going through the process of applying for training contracts. And if so, how did they help you get where you are today? So unofficially, I had a mentor, but I didn't actually have a proper mentor. And it's something that I really wish I had, because as you would have heard, perhaps from the other episodes, I really lacked direction in my journey to becoming a trainee solicitor. And I think had I had somebody talking to me on a regular basis or just giving me some insight, it would have really focused me and it helped me to achieve what I needed to achieve early on. Having said that, I did have lots of people around me that, uh, you know, were very motivating. And during my first paralegal role, I was taken under the wing of a lovely colleague who did provide me lots of support, gave me access to lots of resources and helped proof my training contract applications, which I think was hugely beneficial because she was able to spot some sort of 
very damaging comments and ideas you know things that weren't structured properly and you know having that was invaluable and I also had a colleague that used to sit next to me um who had just gone through the process the year before so that was extremely helpful because she did help me um focus on the things that I should be looking for in law firms and finding the experiences that really did highlight my worth and why I stood out as a candidate brilliant and and what stage would you recommend that someone seek a mentor at any stage absolutely any stage I'm such a big advocate for this but um you don't know how much knowledge is out there and as the saying goes you know knowledge is power so connecting with somebody within the industry from a very very early stage is going to be so so helpful in helping you get to where you need to be um and having said that I think once you reach maybe I would say paralegal or trainee solicitor level you should be mentoring down the chain and helping somebody um that was in your position to get where they need to be because what you hold might be the key to unlocking somebody else's vision or direction so yeah I'm such a big advocate of everyone mentoring each other and helping out um with the industry because there is so many information barriers and because it's so competitive this is something we can do to really help bring down those barriers yeah I completely agree and especially what you said about everyone kind of trying to give back and mentoring down the chain I think that's so important I had a few mentors and um they all had really different approaches which yeah was great because you just learn like you can pick out different things from different mentors the work for you and the mentors approach might not be 100% like great for you but they will definitely have some nuggets of information that will help your journey or an approach that you can adopt um so yeah I definitely think everyone sharing information is such a good idea um and if there are aspiring lawyers who are listening to this episode who don't currently have a mentor what advice would you give them about how to get a mentor yeah, I think now more than ever, there are so many different places out there that are offering free mentoring. Um, you just kind of have to search legal mentoring in Google and hundreds pop up. So just, yeah, firstly, have a look on Google to see which one you think would best suit you. Instagram now is becoming a fantastic resource. Um, the community, the legal community now um, is brilliant in sharing and spreading awareness and telling you what's out there. So I definitely recommend if you aren't on the legal community Instagram um, database that it is now, um, have a look on there and I'm sure you'll find something that you've not come across before. LinkedIn is another really fantastic way because it doesn't have to be an official mentoring scheme. It can really be ad hoc. It can be informal. You can find somebody that you uh, are very inspired by or somebody that has lots of wisdom on LinkedIn, you know, an industry professional. And you can just reach out to them and say, you know, hey, I've been following you for a while and I really like your views and opinions. Would you consider speaking to me on a monthly basis or providing me with a one-to-one session on the one-off, you know, to help me get to where I need to be. And I think that's a really, really good thing to do. And um, in relation to actual mentorship schemes, like obviously some are quite competitive to get onto. And if if there are listeners who have tried to get a mentor through a scheme but haven't been successful, do you think they can get a mentor another way? I mean, I know you've mentioned, obviously, um, 
contacting people on, on LinkedIn and through social media, but, but do you think there's another way to potentially? Yeah, I think the key is to be patient because a lot of these um, places that are offering mentorship do do cycles. So they might, you know, fill up quite quickly and then not have any spaces, but, you know, in a couple of months time, that's completely different. So just staying on top of things like that um, will help you to get there. I think you don't have to think of mentoring in the sense of just being taught from somebody in a higher position. I think creating communities of people, a group chat of like-minded students is also a really good way to mentor. It might not be, you know, kind of what you're looking for, but everyone's experiences are valid and hearing about other people's perspectives and their journeys you know might give you something that you've not considered before so yeah try not to think of it so vertically and think of it more horizontally because yeah like I said at the beginning knowledge is power and that doesn't mean from somebody that's already made it it can be from people that are in the same situation as you as well. Absolutely Um, I think this would be a perfect time to plug the student lawyers mentorship scheme, which is currently open for applications. Um, Hopefully it will also be open when this um, episode goes live, but the application window is from the 1st of July to the 31st of July. But if you, um, if you're unable to get your application in within that window, you can still apply because um, we do uh, keep all the applications on file and then we'll look at them in the next, cycle and that also goes for if you're unsuccessful um you can apply again next cycle as well so yeah I hope that helps so how do you think that a mentee can make the most from a mentee mentor relationship being proactive is very key um you need to take advantage of it and not sort of sit back and relax the mentor may be very busy may not you know have much time but are willing to give you a certain amount of time so make sure you use that really really um usefully and yeah make sure you send them drafts ask them questions you know make sure you put time in their diary for regular catch-ups if you have the facilities to be able to do that even if it's just for 15 minutes just kind of cornering them during their busy schedule and getting everything that you want to down on paper as it were um, will be really helpful but yeah it's up to you ultimately you might be dedicated a mentor but if you're not contacting them then they're probably not going to make you know as much effort as if you were being you know really really forward and making sure that you're using the time wisely so yeah just make sure that you you use them for as much as they're going to give you because if you don't then that's that's kind of your problem that you know you're you're not going to get what you want out of them a very good point. Um, and I, I understand that you've mentored approximately 50 students over the last two years, which is really impressive. Um, what advice would you give to mentors in the legal profession who want to improve their mentoring skills to be a better mentor to their mentees? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is such a lovely question. Yeah. And it's something that's quite un- overlooked because you can be a mentor but not a very good one and that's not helpful in itself you know you've got to really think about what it is you can give back um so my number one tip would be to always actively listen you know listen to what the person is saying and really try and think about how 
your actions of what you say can really impact them. So acting with compassion and integrity and thinking about what you would have wanted in that moment when you were going through that situation is really important. Um, and not just, you know, going with your approach to everything constantly. Um, it's teaching in a way and everyone learns differently. So you've got to be adaptable and provide your mentee with the information that they require, but also be very direct with them and let them know when they're kind of being a bit crazy or thinking too ambitiously and bringing them back down to earth a little bit because a lot of the time I get mentees now that are just striving to be at the magic circle firms but I haven't really actually thought about what that actually means and I'm all for going through ambitions and goals but some of them once I've spoken to them about what they might experience there or the fact that there's hundreds of thousands of other firms, I think there's something like 10,000 firms in the UK, and they all offer something fairly similar, especially in London. You know, you get all of these city firms that are operating on pretty much the same kind of thing at the moment. They're suddenly like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about all of these other firms. And they suddenly become really successful because they're not going up against all of the competition that's just got one goal in mind. They're now thinking about what they actually want themselves. And that can be so helpful in just providing that little bit of advice and knowledge um, for somebody that, yeah, is going through this process. Great advice. And other than mentorship, where can aspiring lawyers go to learn more about the industry or to improve their chances of securing a training contract? What resources would you recommend? Um, events definitely I think trying to go to as many events as you can whether that be law firm insight days or you know just topics or interesting things that are happening within the sphere because when you go to these kind of events you start to learn what you dislike and what you do like and that helps to narrow down your um, choices so I think that is the best way to find out about the industry. Um, you can also network, which then leads to more opportunities. Um, but I'm going to say this again, Instagram is so useful. I've learned so many things recently through having a platform. Um, you know, shout out to Law with Sophie, uh, Legally Possible. Lucy does law because law student and leads. There's so many, that law vlog, success with Steph. I think these people that are on there are genuinely there to help you and the amount of information that's being pushed out about not just securing one TC at one firm but about how you can achieve so much more when you really think about what the firm is the firm that you want for you yeah I think that's just so helpful in improving your chances of securing a TC LinkedIn again I know I've said it so many times but the opportunities on there are endless because there's so much information out there and so many people are using it. Um, and podcasts are a really, really another useful tool. It feels like minimal effort listening to these kind of things. You've got the student lawyer, of course, but there's Wake Up to Money, which really helped me to learn about commercial and financial things. There's the Watson Daily Podcast, which helps again with financial and you know digesting commercial awareness. And one of my favorite podcasts as well is Talking Law with Sally Penny because you really learn about things um, in the real world from fantastic um, people within the industry. So, yeah, lots of things that you can be doing to really improve your chances. But really, it's up to you at the end of the day, applying yourself and looking out for these kind of things. Definitely. I think those are great resources that you've mentioned. Um, I, yeah, I think that especially 
since the pandemic, there have been so many webinars and I know people were saying, oh, there's too many webinars at, at one point and people were getting yeah. fatigued, which I completely agree with to some extent. I think it has made it a lot easier to access firm events, for example, mm-hmm. and just yeah, fit more webinars into your um into your schedule which if that is what you want to do then then I think that's that's definitely helpful and for those who haven't come across your platform before or heard any of the other episodes in the mini podcast series that we've been working on please could you tell us about it's all hearsay and where listeners can connect with you course yeah so it's all hearsay is a platform that was created to offer help and guidance to all aspiring lawyers I had quite a difficult journey to becoming a trainee solicitor because I felt alone and that there was no information out there spent a very very long time trying to apply for training contracts but ultimately just ended up wasting so much time and effort because I wasn't applying myself so I wanted to make sure that no one ever felt the way that I did and there's definitely an art to getting this right so through my years of paralleling mentoring and tutoring I have built up a wealth of um, perspective and experience so I want to provide somebody with the tips and tricks I would have needed um, to have got to where I needed to be with a few less hiccups so we offer tips tricks fun reels interview guides templates cv review and anything else you need in becoming a successful lawyer Um, yeah and you can find us on instagram at it's all hearsay you can connect with me on LinkedIn or we have a blog, which is itsallhearsay.wordpress.com. Wonderful. It's All Hearsay is an excellent resource and I highly recommend all the listeners and anyone watching on this on YouTube, go and check it out. Um, but yeah, that's uh, we've reached the end of the interview. Um, but don't worry to anyone who's listening and watching. There are two other episodes that you can go and check out on working as a paralegal in the city and also social mobility, what it is and why it's important. So go and check those out if you want to hear more. But um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us again, Megan. It's been great to have you on the show and as part of this mini mini series. So thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us. No, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be here. Um, Good luck to anyone that's listening and I hope that you manage to get where you need to be. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners and anyone watching us on YouTube. Until next time, goodbye. This episode is sponsored by the University of Law. What really sets the University of Law apart from other universities is its belief that its students should learn in a realistic, professional and contemporary context. They focus exclusively on practice-based training and give students access to their extensive career service and jobs vacancy database as soon as they accept a place. Through the University of Law's pro bono program, law students can hone their skills by working on real cases before they graduate. The University of Law offers a range of postgraduate legal training and master's degrees designed by qualified experts to help students advance at any stage of their career. Their courses are employment focused, honing key skills in a teaching environment based on real legal practice. Part-time and online study options are also available on many of their courses to help students work and study at the same time. The University of Law will help you reach your ambitions by delivering an outstanding academic and employment focused experience honing key skills in a teaching environment based on real legal practice. As soon as you begin your studies with ULaw, you'll learn how to think and act like a lawyer. 
Whether your aspirations are in law or other fields, their courses will balance academic rigour and practical skills so your career starts from day one. To find out more about the courses they have on offer, just click the link in the description box of the podcast. To hear more of the Student Lawyers podcast, hit the subscribe button and leave us a star rating and review. If you would like to join the Student Lawyer as a writer, please email hello at thestudentlawyer.com.